Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse, Big Drive Energy in the house. Um, as you know, Mitchell's gone today, so I brought in some superior talent. You may know him from either the Broncos pod, the Dion, Sa- I mean, uh, CU Buffs pod. <laughs> Dion <or> VR. <laughs> the Dion VR podcast, uh, DNVR Bets. Ryan Konigsberg also was on the first episode ever of Big Drive Energy, now the first outside of the studio episode here at Breck Brew. Um, welcome, and thanks for joining me. Yeah, with no Mitch here, I figured you needed some thickness on set, so I figured I could replace that for it, you. This is, this is turned into a very thick boy podcast, <laughs> and, and uh, it's, uh, it's great to be out here. Uh, we've got, um, I'm already double fisting, which yeah. is, you know. <laughs> Problematic it, for everyone it's here. It's kind of how it goes, but that's why they let me go first. Uh, <laughs> if my podcast was at 4 p.m., it would be, I'd be under the table. We'd have to, like, reset the cameras, but... Um, we've got a uh, Strawberry Sky here, of oh, course, nice. and then, so this is a beer. It's a Bloody yes. Mary beer. Only you can get it here at the farmhouse, so make sure to come check out it's fire. the Breck Brew Farmhouse. It's a beer, Bloody Mary, we've got lime, we've got jalapeno, a little olive on there, and you can only get that here, so make sure to check that out. And uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we're here today, Big Drive Energy. We've got a couple things to talk about. We're going to talk about the Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy situation. We've got a comment uh, from a prior pod that we want to get to. Want to get your insight on it, and then we're gonna we're gonna go professional golfers as Breck Bruce. So Ooh. we're gonna relate these two together. Uh, we were gonna say PGA Tour golfers, and then once we started going through the list and making this, they're all live golfers now, <laughs> or, oh, or most shit. of them are. So we just decided professional golfers as Breck Bruce is the is the best way to go. Well, let's get started with. Um, the comment from the pod, so Nick Scott 
commented on this, and he said, can you tell us each a bit about your games, tendencies, etc.? I know Spencer hits bombs. Yes, thank That's you, Nick. True. But what else? Um, well, Nick, let's start with me, uh, and then we'll get into RK. I do hit bombs occasionally. Um, I'm very mentally unstable <laughs> on the golf course. Um, I, can, I can hit the ball a, a long ways. I hit my irons pretty well. Uh, chipping and putting is not so great for me. Chipping and putting is where I go a little bit downhill. Putting, I'm actually not a bad putter, I don't think statistically, if you will, if you ran the stats on it. But overall, I just don't think I can make anything, and I have no no willpower, no confidence. I'm just we, softer than baby you-know-what in a microwave. You can say shit. Softer than baby shit in a microwave. I, f I almost forgot. Uh, this is the... Uh, the unhinged Big Drive Energy podcast. So we really need to work on your self-talk. Uh, I've been trying to work on that with you because you can make putts, but you stand over every putt and say, I have no shot of making this, and then that takes down your percentage by, like, 30%. Yeah, and if you've seen Will Zalatoris and his putting stroke, that's me. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like a full-on seven movements in one when it should just be one swift back and through and it's just not for me i don't know why i like to make it harder on myself why i like to not believe but uh usually it's the putts that i think i should make that ends up being worse when i don't make them and and the putting stroke just gets into a full um seizure basically is the best way to describe it one thing that i love about spencer's game and this is like a big requirement for people that i'm going to play a lot of golf with is like even if you're playing bad you do a really good job of like keeping it inside like i'll see it in your face uh but you don't let a bad round for you affect everyone in the group and that is like number one quality of anyone i play with because a lot of people are like oh shit like i don't want to play with you you're probably like way better than me i'm like i honestly don't care how good you are as long as you don't then kill the vibes when you suck big vibes guy on the golf course yes i, I love to internalize uh, just about everything you can ask my wife that <laughs> um but yeah i i uh i don't like to kill the vibe i'm out there for fun and yeah that's one thing that people say oh you're a golf professional which is an extremely loose term for Definitely a guy like myself loose on professional. um but I, I love to play with anybody that just has a good time you know i don't care if you shoot 112 or yep. 62 if you're having a good time out there you're you're enjoying what it is like we're not working we're not you know you're not out there digging ditches we're playing golf and and when you can make that a good time i honestly think that that's that's all you need agreed um because this question was probably sent for mitch you can just take everything that was about Spencer's game and flip it the opposite, and that's Mitch's game. That's pretty true. Yeah, he doesn't hit it a long ways. He hits it down the middle every single time. Uh, he's crispy with the wedges. He, he makes every, everything inside of six feet, seemingly, that he looks at. Um, but he, I don't know, I think he doesn't internalize it as much as I do. He, yeah. he does bring the vibes down a bit <laughs> on the golf course. He'll flip a club off to yeah, his clubs are not safe. They are, it's an NSFW for his clubs every time he goes out to out on the golf course. Uh, I used to be that, that way. That being said, he is a great person to have in your group because he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he, he is hilarious. He uh, One of his favorite terms is hillbilly. He calls himself. He has a lot of, like, <laughs> there's been some, like, stuff going around that I've heard, like, professional <laughs> athletes, like, they should talk themselves. They yeah. don't, like, talk outward, and that's how he is. Like, he'll, he'll call himself a fucking hillbilly three times around, yeah. and... His vernacular is just otherworldly. You will learn words that you've never before heard in your entire life when it comes to playing golf with Mitchell. But yep. let's hear about your specific golf game as well, because um, for those of you guys that don't know, RK is like that guy where he's, you know, he's not like on any tours or anything, but 
he plays a good amount of golf, and, and especially in the late summer when his, when his game is vibing or, you know, he's had a few rounds back-to-back, he can play some really damn good golf and, and keep up with Mitchell and I all the time. Yeah, my game is just – it's like I always feel so close. Uh, and I feel like it's something that a lot of golfers can relate to, which is like once – between once and four times a year, I put it all together on a day. But the thing that just – holds me back is my driver uh i've been struggling with my driver for many many years now i normally hit a cut but i haven't been able to count on it as much as i used to be um when i played in high school i just knew like aim left side of the fairway and you're going to cut it somewhere between the middle and the right side of the fairway by the end of it now it's just gotten gotten away from me a little bit but i feel like if i hit the fairway i can hit the green and then i'll make you know a putt here and there but mostly just you know rolling some pars um, well, I, I honestly wouldn't. What would you say is the strength of my game? I'd say you you have the innate ability to make big putts, which is a huge, a great scramble guy to have for sure all the time. And just an, just an ability to like you you can hit it. And we have the same the same kind of tendency. That's why I love golfing with RK because both of us can hit it in the third fairway over from the right of a hole <laughs> mm-hmm. and make par. And, and, say, yeah. and you have an innate ability to somehow come out of a hole with, I'm like, dude, you were in three different zip codes in one <laughs> hole and you're fucking making par and I'm over here three putting for bogey, you know? So you're, yeah, your ability to just not, you don't make a ton of big numbers, which is huge for where, you know, being a, a, a single digit handicap golfer, like if you don't make triples, it keeps your score down. Yeah. And, and you actually, even better than I can say, is you make a lot of birdies, which is huge. Like, you don't make the big numbers, and you do make birdies. I don't make a ton of birdies, really. Like, if I if I have a perfect round at, like, let's say Spring Valley, where I've played most rounds of my life, it's a 68, and it's probably making a par on 14 holes and birdieing the par fives because <laughs> I hit them in two and two putt. That's, like, a perfect round for me, whereas you just make some, make some longer putts, which is yeah. huge, but you, you have the ability to make a lot of birdies, so you can offset those. You make more bogeys than pars sometimes, but yeah. those birdies offset them. I think that's fair. I think you said it there. I wasn't really – it's been so long since I've been out there. I think the big thing for me is avoiding big numbers. Um, like, I rarely make more than a double, and a double is even rare for me. Yeah, and keeping the ball in play is a huge thing, and and a lot of the, a lot of the courses we play, like I, I like to just take a peek over to the right side of the of the specific hole, um, and decide whether or not I'm going to hit driver. Yeah, if I could get the driver going, it would be fun. Um, I also just try to make sure like I'm having a good time. That's that's to me the biggest thing, uh, and the, and like, if you keep that in mind, to, in my opinion. You can never have like a blow up round. No, absolutely not. And and a lot of playing golf and playing golf well is, we'll get into this with actually some of these guys that we talk about uh, on the uh, professional tour. But they they stay even keeled. There's been articles about this from guys like Patrick Cantlay or whatever, where they they stay so even keeled. And you see the guys that blow up a lot are the guys that you know they may win here or there or have a good round here or there. But the guys that are consistently winning the most on tour, like they it's neck shot up next man up kind of mentality like you yep. can't worry about what just happened or let it affect let your prior uh hole or shot affect the next one because it doesn't it in the in re- all reality it doesn't matter it's over totally true all right so we're going to get to some 
news in the golf world now. I know you're you're on like 72 pods a week. Uh, you're <laughs> you're 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 everywhere. Um, you, you know, there's nowhere on a DNVR um, all city type of podcast that you can't find RK. But have you been paying attention to the Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy situation that's kind of just blown up here in the last week? How could you not? Uh, it's one of the best things that golf has going for it right now, which is that we've kind of got like some rivalries and some drama. And if you think back on it, like at least when we, as I remember it, when we were kids, like there wasn't a lot of this stuff going on in terms of like, play, like, you know, there was that Tiger Phil rivalry, which was obviously incredible, but it, w- it was kind of like friendly. Mm-hmm. Now we're finally getting some like unfriendly rivalries in golf and this sort of drama. And I actually think, I'm sure there's a lot of traditional golfers who hate it i actually think it's great for the game no it is and and it's it all kind of circulates around the live tour um but mostly just the idea of golfers being more themselves uh which can be a good thing can be a bad thing depending upon how you look at it you know they say um for some people all pub is or any pub is good pub Mm -hmm. and guys like patrick reed fall into that category where the dude doesn't really tend to win a ton anymore um he's kind of just hated by everyone and he decides to uh, tell Rory McIlroy and his team, if you will, uh, Happy New Year on January 23rd, which is uh, a little misplaced, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but then throws a tee at him. Uh, Rory s- s- claims he didn't see it, which he probably didn't. I mean, if you look it, at the video, he wasn't he didn't even look up like he knew it was Patrick. And he was like, I'm not even going to give this guy the benefit of getting eye contact for me. Right, exactly. And he, Patrick Reed ends up going on to say, if you're going to act like a small child, you're going to be treated like one, which Look in the Throw fucking mirror. T- small child? Yeah. Children? Look at look in the mirror. Uh, but he he's... He, I do believe golf needs villains. You know, every mm-hmm. other sport mm-hmm. has villains. And golf is kind of one of those where, like, people look at it and they watch it and they're like, oh, my God, this is the most boring sport ever. Well, if you hear some of the stuff that Patrick Reed has done, he served Rory McIlroy a subpoena on Christmas Eve at his own house. A guy showed up to his house and served him a subpoena for defamation of character and in a basically for what Rory McIlroy said in interviews regarding Patrick Reed, the Live Tour, etc. And, and what did he say? He So Rory basically said, like, he he had a quote that was that said, you know, Patrick, we're all living in reality here, and Patrick Reed's not. And that's defamation of character. No, that was regarding okay, what okay. what happened. Basically, there, Patrick Reed is grasping at any straw he can get right now to say that other other professional golfers are bringing him down from an, an aspect of, you know, he's he's. This guy is just a joke. He's got to use golf facts. His wife's burners burner account that tends to defend him from time to time, and then that got found out. Um, not as ironclad as some other burners out there, clearly. <laughs> um, not mine, apparently. But uh, the basically, everybody's just bringing Patrick Reed down, and so he is grasping at any straw he can to find ways to make money off of these people. His, his lawyer has to be, you know... He's no. Their lawyers are no Bacchus and Shanker level lawyers. <laughs> they are. They've got to be just like this guy is the worst in the world to work with. Wow, I mean, he just sucks so much. And the thing I, the thing I think, if I was him, I would kind of lean into this. You know, you, yeah. you, he you have and, a character now. Yeah, and I think he he is. Um, you know, everybody. There's always a villain in every movie, um, yep. and he's the villain of of professional golf right now and Bryson DeChambeau has got to be loving it he's no nobody even talks about him anymore because Patrick Reed but you're also going against maybe the well first of all the most staunch PGA tour supporter in Rory McIlroy a guy that 
very few people in the world can say that they don't like. And if they do, it's it's there's um, ba- no basis behind it. Right. And and you're attacking him because he. Uh, because you're grasping at any straw you can that he attacked you and tried to bring down your defamation, you know, bring you down in a defamation of character suit when you your character is already very low as it is. Right, exactly. You've done an, you've done enough damage to your character. Yeah, no can one you else sue has yourself. He should. He probably should sue himself uh, because of his own defamation of character. So first of all, I do believe it's good for golf. Um, as much uh, of a pud as he is, um, I think it's good for golf that there's this guy because of you know he has game. So at some point, he's going to be winning a big tournament and everyone's going to be cheering against him and booing. And, like, that's a good thing. The other side of this is, like, you played golf, too, uh, in high school and growing up. And, like, this is, like, there's so many people like Patrick Reed that you cross paths with in the golf world. And it might be the worst thing for golf. A hundred percent. Because he's not only is he a douchebag, that, that's very clear at this point, but he's also a... A cheater. He's gotten caught cheating multiple times. Just mm-hmm. the thing that everybody doesn't like in a golfer. Like, if you could build the worst golfer, like, pudgy body, stank face, <laughs> cheater, asshole, everything that He's you can He's also the put. guy who cheats but then would call you out, like, hey, did you uh, make sure you lined that up when you moved your ball marker? Like, Oh, yeah, I, th- I think you pushed that an inch forward. Yeah, he is, he is the epitome of the guy everybody hates in the golf world. And... It, I do think that as long as he doesn't continue to win, now that he's on the Live Tour, wins don't really matter as much anymore, especially to the, the general folk in the golf world. That's probably but why he's there. He, in money as well, right. obviously. So I mean, you get paid, you don't have to win. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, doesn't, he doesn't care about his game on the course anymore, but he, off the course, is now the most talked about person in the golf world, essentially. And he, he gets it from all angles, whereas everybody else, like he is the villain to multiple people. He's not like the villain to just Rory. It's the PGA Tour. It's I, even guys on the Live Tour don't like him. No one likes him. Yeah. No. Does he have any allies? His wife. And that's a very, and maybe his lawyer. <laughs> his lawyer is even rolling their eyes like, Really? Yeah, they're like, oh, we have to. Oh, it's it's Patrick Reed calling. Let's uh, let's skip this. <laughs> let's up. Uh, uh, I'm busy right now. Sorry, I don't have service. Yeah, <laughs> yep, no service up here in the mountains. But yeah, Patrick Reed just kind of a j- all in all joke. Um, but good for, you know, this is kind of the we're getting into the PGA Tour season, but a lot has been made of this, and I think, I think it's good for the PGA Tour specifically because they can prop up their guys that are on the side that's well much more liked than the obviously the live side and the patrick reed side so i put this question in the headline which was is patrick reed the biggest phony in professional sports i i don't think there's any doubt in my mind yeah you know like every sport has villains i just don't think any of them are as insufferable as patrick reed is they yeah, because a villain normally is created in most sports because, like, the guy wins or yeah. he's, like, dominating, and you're like, oh, I, get, like, I hate this guy. He's always beating me or he's beating my team. Patrick Reed's just not doing shit and just continuing to run his mouth, continuing to, you know, have these different things, lawsuits, and, every, and, and then creating controversy on camera on a driving range with, you know, the PGA Tour's golden boy and just the, the maybe the golden boy of golf at this point, Rory McIlroy. He is by far the biggest phony in all sports, and I, I wouldn't, I, I don't think anybody's close. I don't either. I'm just thinking like sport by sport and like who I would think of 
they all have like something redeeming about them, right? Like the person who came to mind for me in basketball is Pat Bev. And it's like, well, at least Pat Bev is like a lockdown defender at least, or like tries really hard on defense and like creates havoc. You right. know what I mean? And he like, can go on his own podcast he's, and, and he's not a lockdown defender. But. And be like personable. And then mm-hmm. you kind of like it kind of diffuses the people that hate him. I don't like Pat Bev at all. Um, but he kind of goes on his podcast and is like, yeah, this is this is kind of who I am. But he is also not in the in the realm of like creating havoc with every single person yes, and totally. everybody's favorite person. Right. Yeah. And in the, like, if you're looking at NFL fo- like phonies, you've got the guys that just you you know, uh, I won't say one name, but I was thinking them too. Yeah, but like guys like that, like you know that it seems phony, but it's so phony that it's actually true to who they are. And like respected by people. Exactly. Maybe yeah. Not everyone, but some people. Yeah, re- and have we're, are going to have a Hall of Fame career. Right. You know, so th- yeah, Patrick Reed is is something else, man, and it's. It's, uh, it's great to see kind of his fall. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau was the villain before him, but was more of a villain because he was doing things his own way and people didn't necessarily like it or believe it, but he was never being a, an all-around asshole to right. everyone else. He, ha- he had some moments, but at the same time, at least there was like this, this I don't know, it was like a, a confidence in his alternate approach that people didn't like. That also, like, had, like, a fun part to it. Yeah. That like, w- Patrick Reed, there's nothing, like, fun about him other than rooting against him now. No, his his, his character defamation had already started with himself. Yes. And 100%. and now he's he's pulling the uh, it's not me, it's you scenario right. when he's completely in the wrong. You defamed your character by cheating. Yeah, you defamed your character by being a douchebag <laughs> in general. <laughs> All right, so we have some Breck brews here today um, that we're going to get to. One but down. First, uh, oh, you're already done with that. I'm double fisting, so I'm kind of taking it a little slow here. They're so good. Um, but we want to tell you guys about uh, our great friends over at Pins and Aces. They are the presenting sponsor of Big Drive Energy. I've got Pins and Aces hoodie on if you guys are watching this on the YouTube. Uh, the most comfortable hoodie. It's got the the best part is it's, this is like a hoodie you would like because I know you're an, a normal color kind of guy. Yep. So, you know, we got a, we got the black, but then you got a little bit of flare yeah. here in, in the hood. Nice. Um, and Pins and Aces is, is a Colorado-owned company, which obviously if you're at Breck Brew, drinking Breck Brew, you see they're as Colorado as it gets, and so is Pins and Aces. Uh, they have the beer sleeve. They have the liquor stick, which I brought to a couple of tailgates. Um, ultimate hit. Did you see, by the way, that last tailgate, those two big dudes? They, they cleared about a half of a liquor stick, and they made it a competition. I was like, oh, God. Like, when you see those big... Of whiskey. Uh, yeah, straight whiskey. They were not waving their hand. They were taking six to seven shots, and they made it a competition between each other. But the, uh, the liquor stick holds a full 750, uh, and you can get that at pinsandaces.com. They've got hoodies. They've got the beer sleeve. They've got this new hat that has the ear muffs on it, so Ooh. it flips up but then flips down. Perfect for Colorado weather, you know, when you're still golfing in late October. It's a little chilly towards the end of the round. You're, it's about to get dark. You just flip those ear things down. Uh, incredible stuff from them, and they're coming out with new launches all the time and a ton of different collabs. Uh, so make sure to check out pinsandaces.com. Use the promo code BDE, and you get 15% off, plus free shipping on any single order that you make. And it's not just your first order. It's any order. So if you've already ordered from them before, head over to pinsandaces.com. Use the promo code BDE, and you're still getting 15% off. Also, our great friends over at DraftKings, um, I don't know if you've been following Big Bet Energy, struggle. Oh, we've, we've, no. had an, oh, we've had a big donut this year, but 
Farmers Insurance Open is currently being played. Uh, it ends on and Saturday. you guys have a good track record. We do have a good track record, yes. We uh, have a good track record over the years. Mitchell always gives us a long shot bet, which is plus 5,000 or more. And I think he hit two winners in back-to-back -back years. So basically that's 50, that pays for your whole that's 100 year. units. Yeah. I was going to say that pays for your whole year of golf betting or maybe just all betting. I exactly. So we, we try to hit the long shots. Mitchell's usually pretty good at finding those, but we do have some golfers in the top 10 and top 20 this week that are looking to um, kind of re reform us this year because we've had a rough start to the year. But there's also four NFL teams left, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Super Bowl 57 is right around the corner. You can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And the best thing is, even if you're not a new customer, which obviously we're not. We've been doing this for uh, as this, the day DraftKings came out. Yep. Uh, you got stepped up same game parlays. I'm a I'm an addict. I'm a you know same game parlay right here. Wow. Every Nuggets game, every Avs game. You know who's going to score the first goal? Who's going to score a goal? Um, Nikola Jokic uh, stat combos are just like oh, the the, the absolute peak. They're the the back alley like black bag <laughs> for me. Peak of. Uh, of <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. So you can get in on those stepped-up same-game parlays even if you're not a new customer. And you can each leg that you add, you can boost your winnings. So I won a same-game parlay the other day that would have been you know, X amount of dollars, and I won $80 more just because of a boost that they give. Every day Amazing. when you log in, you look up, there's boost, there's free bets for when you lose that same-game parlay. You can just go ahead and place a bet the next day. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR and new customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get $200 in free bets instantly. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Really quick, speaking of good track records, I'm 10-0 in the playoffs in the NFL. Okay. On the Broncos show, right after this, I'm revealing my picks. Oh, you're not so going to have to tune we, in. We can't get the early, the uh, early bust. I've been, t I've, been t I've been teasing it. Uh, all week. All right. So it's not an early bus. It's been a lot, a lot of foreplay. <laughs> it's been a lot of foreplay and a lot of sweat. Um, so Bronco shows at noon? Noon. Noon, right after this. Yep. Just RK not even taking the headset off. He's rolling all the way through. Uh, last, our, our great friends over at Game Time. I yep. use Game Time to get into the Avs game Tuesday night. $86 for two lower-level seats. Uh, Avs, obviously, being Stanley Cup champions, they are a tough ticket right now. Uh, but if you use game time, it's incredible. I wait till about 30 minutes before the game. I'm in line, standing outside in the cold, trying to get my phone to work. But they they have the tickets. You can buy them, and they'll have them to you before you even get in into yep. the into the ball arena um, through security. So game time is the best ticketing app by far. I've used it for years, and I still continue to use it when I don't have tickets to a game. It's the best. Yeah, the best. best. All right. So professional golfers as Breck Brews. So we're going to start out uh, with the one of the famous Breck brews, the agave wheat. It's an unfiltered ale with agave nectar. And we chose Abraham Answer. Um, this is kind of self-explanatory. Uh, Abraham Answer. <laughs> two on the nose? <laughs> he, he is sponsored by a tequila company. Um, should be sponsored by the agave wheat. I mean, look at this. This is... This is too, it was too easy. This yeah. one was too easy. Uh, he was that's born in. I think that's my favorite branding of any Breck brew. Oh, uh, dude. Well, they're, that, which is a, which is a huge, um, huge thing to say because yeah. their branding all around is absolutely unbelievable. I used to be in a, like a big 
beer shirt phase. Oh, so I had yeah. the United in Orange Pale Ale oh, shirt. Yeah. If you come down to the farmhouse, they've got like a little pro shop. We'll use the golf term pro shop in the front <laughs> where you can buy hoodies, T-shirts, any of that kind of stuff. So it's it's awesome what all the different branding they do. Just, so to say that's your favorite, that's a that's a big get. But yeah, Abraham Answer was born in Reynosa, or he was born in Texas but grew up in Reynosa, Mexico. So that one kind of just fit. Uh, the next one we've got is the Buddy Pass. So the Buddy Pass Ale, it's a whiskey barrel aged imperial oatmeal stout. So Have you drink this? Uh, yes, I have. It is that thing hits different. That that hits extremely different. So the buddy pass is Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Um, that one is. Uh, oh no, that's the vanilla porter. That it. Uh, oh. Nope. Still no. Still no. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have it. Uh-oh. So Buddy Passale, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, they've been friends Perfect. since they were uh, 14 years old, played in the uh, – got invited to the junior Evian Masters together. Um, oh, man, that's, She's throwing that's it back on, on me. On you. She's yeah, that's on me. It. That is on me on that one. But uh, <coughs> kind of a crazy thing to see two guys as 14-year-olds be featured – um, have pictures together and then be Ryder Cup teammates and just be best friends and then taking on, uh, you know, players in the match together now, which is a huge thing in golf. So yep. um, Buddy Pass, that's just an easy one. Uh, but that beer does hit different. I call it Buddy Pass because it's like you're drinking for two. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a beer you can drink and it goes straight into uh, – Straight into, uh, yeah, I am uh, don't need any more of this. <laughs> um, the next one we've got is the Fun Slinger, which is a, oh, sorry. All right, Allie, you go back to that. Go back to that. The next one we have is the, uh, the Vanilla Porter. So this yeah. one is actually kind of funny. So Vanilla Porter is a silky smooth, sessionable beer. Uh, I love porters. I'm a big porter guy. Um, but I went with Patrick Cantlay um, because. Smooth? It, uh, no, he's super vanilla. <laughs> he's the most he's the most vanilla guy on tour. Like, look at this outfit right here. Uh, he, you know, oh, it's it's kind of keen to an RK, you know, all black. Um, you calling me vanilla? I, you're 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 golf. I feel like black is the opposite of vanilla. Just all the guy. I looked. I googled pictures of Patrick Cantlay. Couldn't find one of him not in black, blue, white, or gray. Yeah, and. Pretty standard. Yeah, and and actually, the the picture there uh, is from an article where he had to explain why he rarely looks happy on the golf course. Oh my god! So, so he's just about as vanilla as it gets. You know, he's a Hugo Boss, uh, mutual of Omaha kind of guy. There you go. <laughs> I will also say, Vanilla Porter, very smooth. Patrick Cantley swing, very smooth. Very smooth. His putting stroke, I would kill for that. Um, next one we're gonna get to here is the. <laughs> Nitro Irish Stout. Now this <laughs> is Shane Lowry to a T. Um, in it's a. Uh, he's also very stout. Yes, he's stout and Irish, so he fit, <laughs> he fits this perfectly. Uh, he it's a uh, Breck describes the Nitro Irish Stout as a smooth, cascading dry stout brewed with roasted Irish malts. In 2009, he won the Irish Open as an amateur, becoming the third amateur to ever win on the European Tour, and no amateur has won since then. So what's more Irish than winning the Irish Open? What's actually hilarious is... That picture, that's what's more Irish. Exactly. So he brought his... That's his 2019 Open Championship trophy, brought it to a local Irish pub, and celebrated with the fans. Um... That's like Zach Taylor going back to the bar in Cincinnati. Yeah, 100%. Just a, just a man of the people. Those Irishmen just know they get it. Yep. And uh, what's funny about that is that um, 
that Irish Open that he won since he was an amateur. Uh, he was dueling with Robert Rock. He ended up shooting a 62 during that week. But Robert Rock got to collect the full winner's paycheck because uh, oh. as an amateur, he can't collect any money. So Robert Rock ended up winning the tournament money-wise, but Shane Lowry got to go home with the trophy. Can you, like, declare pro, like, on Saturday night? <laughs> I think it, you have to enter as a okay, pro. That, right, right. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm going to win this tournament, and I'm about to lose out on 500 Maybe I'll just, I'm, just I'm do good. it now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Put me in for pro. <laughs> All right, next one we have here is <laughs> the Fun Slinger Logger. Now, mm, there's yes. no one on tour more fun than our boy Harry Higgs. We were actually... Um, right next to him when he did this at the Waste Management last year. Um, he's definitely slinging uh, there. Yes. <laughs> at, after he made birdie on the 16th hole at the Waste Management Open, took his shirt off, had a great time. This is this is not even pro-am practice round day. This is, this is middle of the tournament. tournament. <laughs> the, the absolute legend, Harry Higgs, and he knows what he is, and that's what I love about him. And the Fun Slinger Logger is actually a newer logger, um, yeah. a Breck Brew and Never Summer collab. They've got six snowboards, but uh, Harry Higgs, by far the most fun guy on tour, um, and he's slinging those those man those man cans out there at the, for twenty thousand people at the waste management. <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful thing. All right, next up we've got the Strawberry Sky. Now, is there anything more Strawberry Sky than Jessica and Nelly Corda? <laughs> Let's uh, just take a minute. I mean. Strawberry blonde, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. Like, I saw this picture and I was like, oh yeah, this there is there is nothing better. Now these That's two these two sisters are insane. So Jessica has six professional wins, fifty top tens, and over seven point five million in money earned in her career. Sheesh. And she is the lesser of the two quarter sisters. Nellie, who started her career in two thousand seventeen, when Jessica started in two thousand eleven. Nellie's already eclipsed her in money one, 7.6 million. She has 47 top tens and eight professional wins in five years on the LPGA Tour. Unbelievable. Also, shout out to Spencer for these amazing Photoshops. Um, it's a really big gift for you. <laughs> I am, uh, as, as we can relate it to the golf, I am a weekend Photoshopper. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you ever see the bar graphics for DNVR, I do those, but it's very easy when you get to um, copy and paste shapes. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that, and, and type in different words and different times. I'm pretty, pretty proficient at that, but when it gets to, uh, you know, cropping the specific beer out, not the best. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> Not the best. So, um, what did you, you uh, what did you think of the uh, the Breck Brews as PGA Tour, or I shouldn't say PGA Tour, professional golfers? I think it was a good list. I think it was a good list. Yeah, it's uh, it's, you know, beer and golf just go together. Uh, it's just one of those things where you know you can drink a beer at 11 a.m. and or 6 a.m. And, and nobody's gonna ask you why. So let's go, um, John Daly. What Breck Brew is he? John Daly as a Breck Brew, oh my God, he's probably the hazy stout. Because <laughs> that dude is, <laughs> when you look at him, he just looks like a big, you know, he could be, he's, the, the, the stout part obviously goes without saying, but yep. uh, the, the hazy part, that dude is never not drinking or smoking on the golf course. So safe to say his mind isn't, isn't quite the clearest when he's out there. Who is the juice drop? I feel like this is it's got to be a, a great putter because you know has drop in it. You can drop putts all day. If you're going juice drop, um, you'd have to say a guy like 
Uh, and Patrick Cantlay is a great putter. Yeah. Um, you know, Cameron Smith, he's mm. he's juicy. He's he just is. juicy in yeah, his ju- juicy with juicy his life. Mullet. Yeah, juicy mullet. Uh, he's Australian. He he's a great putter when it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, Cam Cam Smith is is my juice drop guy. What about John Rom? John Rom as a Breck brew. Hmm. I was thinking maybe like uh, like the Nuggets Golden Ale because Nuggets Golden Ale you think Jokic, Jokic a thick boy, John Rom a thick boy, also some of the best. Yeah, Golden is like what I mean. The dude's won four of his last six year worldwide starts. Insane. He almost missed the cut this week at the Farmers, and he went five under in four holes, and now he's like five shots off the lead again. Oh my God. And you got to know that everybody in the lead, like the dude that's leading it, is uh, just like starting his third or fourth PGA Tour event, and he's got a sizable lead. But you know that he is looking over his shoulder, just panicking. I when mean, you see John Rom back there, and the roars I'm sure are going crazy for John. It, yeah, and it's a it's a U.S. Open course there at Torrey Pines, so things can get south really quick there. Yep, um, sure. So this poor guy has just got to be, you know, oh. he sees the the world number one back there. Maybe John Rom is the avalanche amber ale because he can just have an avalanche of birdies at any moment. He can have an avalanche of birdies, of wins, of yeah. anything. <laughs> yes. yes, he is avalanche amber ale is is John Rom. That's a that's a great one. Also, he could have gone, uh, who's Mountain Beach? Like, super laid back, you know, uh, has a good time. That's, a, like, a Freddie Couples. Oh, like, nice. dude, the dude is so <laughs> laid back. His golf swing is the purest golf swing you'll ever see, and the dude's in his mid-50s. Um, yeah, Mountain Beach is uh, is Freddie Couples. I also We also could go Cam Smith there. That's uh, true. One of the most laid back dudes. He, but then he, he went... He went uh, to the live and like I just feel like you lose like your street cred when you do that in my eyes you know what hurt about that the most is like he had he was in an interview last year and they were like well he's like he basically said something to the effect of I'm not quoting this but I've made enough money in my life like I could just go fishing for the rest of the day and be happy so I think what the the two things Liv has going for it is the money, but also the l- less uh, tournaments. Yes. Like, he only has to play in 15 events this year. They're only three days. They're, scr- you know, f- shotgun starts, so the day is, like, a specific thing. Um, so I think he is going for the more laid-back approach of, like, hey, I'm still playing professional golf, still making a living, but I don't play near as much. All right, last one we need a beer for is my guy, Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa is just... I was thinking it's got to be, like, some sort of, like, butter, something with butter in it because he's just got that buttery finish. Dude, he is – well, you, we could, you could say he is, like, the good company because, like, he's much a guy like Rory where nobody's ever going to say anything bad about him. Right. Um, let's see. We've got mm, – Nothing sticking out yet. Palisade Peach? Maybe not. Yeah, I, I think he's the good company hard seltzer. He, he's a good uh, guy to be around, but also if you drink 12 of them, yeah. as we've done before, yep, uh, well, it'll, yeah. he'll knock you on your ass and win a <laughs> win a, uh, an open championship I like just that. being absolutely surgical. Not very, like, invasive. Just, you know. <laughs> just good. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just always good. good. Yeah, he's never, like, he, you'll never see him just, like, absolutely explode. I want to see you respond to this comment. Allie, can you bring up the comments from uh, Kevin here? So Kevin says, the phony here is Rory. The subpoena had nothing to do with him. The lawyer is suing the PGA Tour personally for antitrust in Florida. Court case in September. Rory, Tiger, Jay all subpoenaed as witnesses. It, oh, man. 
So, no, he's not a phony for, he got served a subpoena. That's not fake. That's not, that's, that is from, he, he is the PGA Tour's golden boy. He is going to have to answer questions for them. Also, how is Rory phony for just not liking a super unlikable dude? Yeah, that's as real as it gets. Like, yeah. if I don't like somebody, right, right, I don't like them, and that's not phony. Phony would have been getting up and being like, "Hey, dude, how are you?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see you in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, basically here. Let's if if you if if Rory would have got up, shook his hand, been like, "Hey, man, thanks for the happy new year on January twenty third." That's phony. That, that's phony. That's and it's phony going up to someone you know doesn't like you and trying to like trap them into saying hi to you. Yeah, there there is honestly nothing funny, phony about Rory because he he has stayed true to who he is, stayed true to the PGA Tour and what he believes in. And while doing that last year, his biggest the biggest moment he had was at the RBC Canadian Open. Then he goes out and wins the fucking tournament. Yeah, like there is absolutely nothing phony about Rory McIlroy. Love it. He is the goat. Other than Tiger. Yes, other than Tiger. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the new goat. There's never a goat like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Well, thank you guys all for tuning in. Big Drive Energy, we are kicking off the day here at Breck Brew. Make sure to stay on the DNVR Sports YouTube. I think we're going till almost 6.30 yeah. tonight. Rocky show at 5.20. So uh, make sure you're tuning in all day. We'll be live from this exact spot. I'm going to go do what I do and drink. RK's going to go do what he does and stay in this seat and talk. And keep um, drinking. And keep drinking as well. Um, but I'll be behind the cameras. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Big Drive Energy. Follow us on TikTok at Big Drive Energy Pod. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week.